part two of our, uh, I only like their old stuff, Olympic Dreams, Olympic coverage of the 2010 Olympic Games. Um, I'm Jay Ho, and this is Groove. If you missed part one, we're doing some special coverage. We're doing short episodes talking you about... You sound like you're about to fall asleep. I'm tired. Well, get excited. It's the Olympics. All right. Well, I've been excited all day. I'm so tired because I've watched so much Olympics today. <laughs> all I did all day, I needed to do all this other stuff, and I've just been watching Olympics. It just takes my productivity down. But, That's uh, why I had to stay out of the house until today. Yeah. But I, shout out to my boy Chaz, who's uh, who's who's from Vermont, right? And he's the only other person in 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 a hundred mile radius of me that's excited about these Olympics. And we talk about them when we see each other and he left early today. Uh, and I was like, what do you, what do you do leaving? He's like big ski race on. Yeah. <laughs> the man never speaks. Sweet. He doesn't talk. And the one sentence he says all day, big ski race on. Yeah. Anyway. Well, we're doing these short episodes during the games, and uh, we've already done one. This is our second one, and uh, we're going to try to keep this to around 30 minutes or so. You know uh, why I think you're talking so soft? Sorry to keep interrupting you, but fuck it. I, you've, we just got finished watching um, the the ice skating, the yeah. Bears uh, figure skating competition, and I think you're talking like the commentators. They're like whispering because they don't want to be heard by the people competing, and you're just you're whispering as if you're still watching them. <laughs> it's just a mix of my roommate is asleep and I'm trying not to wake her up, and uh, I'm tired. And yeah, maybe that's something to do with it. I don't know, but anyway, uh, I didn't think you were going to call me. I didn't think we were going to record tonight. So, oh, off my game right now. But uh-huh. um, yeah, a little housekeeping before we get started. Number one fan for this episode uh, is uh, Jordan Johnson. Jordan Johnson donated ten bucks to us. Um, Jordan, wherever you are, you're awesome. Yeah, and, and if you are somebody that we talk about, but we use your your online nickname, uh, send us an email. Let us know who you are. Uh, if you're just a random listener, thank you very much. If you're a random listener, still send us an email. I only like their old stuff at gmail.com, and let us you know ask us questions, anything, anything. Yeah, thanks for your support, and we're just, like we're trying to raise money for to get some new uh, microphones. And so, if you want to donate a couple bucks, you don't have to be as generous as Jordan was, but you can give us a couple bucks. Uh, we have a PayPal link on our website, onlylikeTheirOldStuff.com. All right, so let's get into the coverage for this week, and I'm I'm going to go on record as saying that we have better Olympic coverage than NBC. <laughs> this is better Olympic coverage than NBC. NBC is doing NBC is doing their best to try to make no one like them. Yeah, and their coverage is just terrible. Like they're showing like 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 the downhill skiing is one of the hypest events you're going to see. They showed all but ten minutes of that today. Okay, yeah. today it's between. One o'clock and four o'clock today, they showed that entire time was cross-country skiing in live real time. Now, you want to tell me that they couldn't show a little bit of the downhill earlier or what? You know, like, (laughs) what? It's not live. That's true. Why are you going to show five minutes of the downhill and then be like, well, there's there's our skiing quota for the day. You showed four hours of uninterrupted cross-country skiing, which cross-country skiing is fine, but... You just, you don't, you know, once you've seen it for about five minutes, you've seen what the whole race is. Yeah. You know, it's just guys in misery. 
<laughs> it's like it's like a marathon on snow. Well, that's a weird sport, man, because you got you got two types of Olympic events. You got the kind that are fun. If you were just doing them, just fucking around doing them, they'd be fun. And you got the kind which are not fun. Right. And cross country skiing falls into the not fun one. The only <laughs> time you'd go cross country skiing is if you were competing or if you needed to get across the Arctic tundra it, to save your life. Yeah, and you might even think of just giving it up, giving up. You know, <laughs> and so like snowboarding and stuff, that's fun. You could go out. I could go out and have a good time on a snowboard, and you know, I've got the coordination of. You know, somebody with no coordination. <laughs> you know, but that's, I gotta give it to them, man. That, that. Well, speaking of snowboarding, they had snowboard cross today. And yeah. A, that looks fun as shit. Okay. <laughs> Doesn't Ramps it? Ramps and quarter pipes the whole time. But, but it's, it's, uh, it's a bit of a crapshoot. Well, yeah, there's luck involved in it because you might spin there's out. You a might ton of luck involved, but it's so, sort of like the short track too. You know, like short tracks the same way. Like you could bump somebody, or they could bump you, and you get spun out. And, but it's a, for the the but you, you don't even have to be bumped by anybody to fucking spin out on that. Well, I mean, you gotta you hit the good line, and you gotta just have the skill to stay up on your board. You know, but even the, all these guys competing, they're all the guys with the skill, and they're all falling. I mean, it's no, it's no joke. I mean, I'm not saying I'm not dogging. Yeah. I'm just saying it's like it's nuts. You're going to, I mean, well, they have different strategies that, like, depending on where you go down the track, it's harder. You know, your route is harder, but you're, it's like risk reward. You know, like right. you hit the the turn tight, you might pass somebody, but you might spin out. If you hit it wide, you you got a better chance of making it. Whatever. But did you see the course when they pulled out on the aerial shot and show, shows how actually steep it is? No, not a profile. It uh, it's insanely steep. Like it's way it, more steep than it shows it. Yeah, and, uh, they well, had those, so, all of those are deceiving. Yeah, you know all of them because uh, you're you're watching the guys go down in the moguls and you just see a wall of snow behind them. You don't realize it's an actual wall that they're flying d- straight down at ninety degrees on this mountain. Yeah, well that 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 snowboard cross is fun to watch, man. It's rubbing his racing. You know, okay, let me like ask you this: though. bumping and shuffling and pushing each other, and let me ask you this: yeah, blue jean snow pants. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I don't. I'm gonna say oh, no. I know. What? No. 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 Well, fucking see, blue jeans. It's the fucking Olympics. Yeah, I think you might want to have a little more decorum than that for the Olympics. But last time they they wore these ugly like New York Yankees uniforms. <laughs> they were like yeah. these pinstripe things, but I saw. See, I saw one of the dudes earlier today. They had him going down one at a time in the time trials. Yeah, and I saw the dude, and I was like, "Whoa, this guy's hardcore. He's wearing jeans." Yeah, he just like it's like he got came down off the stands, and then I looked <laughs> it up online. He's got a beer in his hands. Yeah, I looked it up online, and it's like faux jeans by Burton, and I'm like, "Oh, that's kind of lame." That's really lame. Why does it? Why did the snowboarders have to be edgy? <laughs> You know what I mean? Isn't it like a cliche that when you think that they'd just be tired of being seen as the oh yeah we're so edgy, but they just seem like they want to be edgy. They're yeah. the bras and they want to be edgy and they are the bras. Oh, we're edgy and we're bringing this edginess to the Olympics and then but it's like this prepackaged edginess which you would it think is. you would think they would rebel against that. Right. I want to see a not edgy snowboarder. I want to see a yeah. square snowboarder. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fucking, oh, you got those fake blue jean snow pants? Well, I got this fucking jacket that looks like a suit. 
He, no, he just. He, I want somebody in like ski bibs, like old ski bibs. <laughs> neon, neon green. Some padded ski bibs, yeah, like a snowsuit, you know. <laughs> Hat with a little tassel on it. Uh, you know, you know, he'd do that, and then you'd hate on him for being ironic. Oh, well, he's that, being ironic. <laughs> that that would be the guy. That it would be one of those guys. He's so edgy because get him. I don't know, but it, but that is an exciting event, and the women's event is tomorrow, and it's just as exciting as the men's. And I would I would say the women push each other more than the men. Well, wow. they, they elbow each other and they push each other into the turns, and a lot so, of luck. So we got that going on tomorrow night, and uh, if the NBC decides to show any of it. And uh, while we we finish one event, let's go to a commercial break here. I'm pretty sure the entire movie has been shown on TV for Shutter Island. Yeah, they've shown the ending. They've Everything. definitely shown the ending. Everything. It's sure. been on. How? When was the first time you saw the Shutter Island preview? Like 18 months ago? Maybe I don't know. It was. I think I was turning 16. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Well, I, it was supposed to have come out a long time ago, and they delayed it. Pushed it back. I, I'm pretty sure they've revealed the ending in the trailer. Yeah, because somebody watched it and was like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. We can't release that before Oscar season. <laughs> On the Golden Globes promo package, it basically did show the whole movie. I mean, it, it definitely really showed did. how... Yeah. I've got so, a theory so on how it ends. Going, are you, do you think that Leonardo DiCaprio is an actual inmate of the institution? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's going yeah, to wake up and be the inmate. Yeah, you know, it's either going to be him coming to the island and he winds up being an inmate, or he was an inmate the whole time. Yeah, sorry, I think everybody is thinking that. Yeah, we'll put and a spoiler, possible spoiler, not possible. Theoretical. Everybody's spoiler. watched the end. The ending, the last scene in that movie is that crazy woman putting her fi- finger up in front of her lips, going shh. Yeah, you know that one scene. God, it looks horrible. It looks fucking horrible, and I'm going to have to go. I don't know. I yeah, I was I, I I don't know. I can't. It does look bad to me, but I, I was still gonna go. I was excited at one point in time for it, but not really. Yeah. I don't know. But uh, the other commercial thing that I want to talk about is uh, man, British Columbia is awesome. It is so cool. I just man. like you go you to just pr- get to hang out with Michael J. Fox. Yeah, here's my from that commercial. This is my view of British Columbia. They have this British Columbia tourism commercial. It looks like you just get to hang out with Ryan Reynolds and Michael J. Fox, wear cardigans, ride horses, and uh, drink and drink wine while you sit by a fi- an outdoor fireplace. While while Sarah McLaughlin plays piano. For yeah, you. yeah, she's in the background playing the piano. It's a good Saving, time. Rescuing pets. Everybody's got a cardigan on. Everybody does. You know, it's like, whoa, really? It's just a, it's a sweet 65 degrees year-round. I've already booked my tickets. <laughs> well, we're broadcasting from Toronto. Oh, yeah, that's right. From Toronto, yeah, which is not <laughs> Vancouver. <It's... laughs> we could only get as far as Toronto. Yeah. Um, some other news. Uh, the U.S. got its first, like, uh First metal and Nordic combined in like a hundred years. Okay. Well, um, yeah. So back on some sports, some Olympic stuff. Uh, the U.S. got its first medal in like a hundred years in Nordic combined, which is one of the cross country events. Yep. Got a silver. Pretty hype there. And uh, also the luge wrapped up, and some twenty-year-old kid won that from Germany. Yeah, and as he was sliding for the gold. 
clearly going to win the gold. The guy that was commentating just slagging him off. Just was saying. he? Yeah, he's like, I didn't well, notice he's, it. He's still got a lot to learn. He can tell you a couple more years, and he's really yeah, know how yeah. To I slide. do remember that. He's like, if we can just teach him some technique, then he'll yeah. how to slide. I'm like, motherfucker, how many gold medals did you win? <laughs> yeah, how many times this kid got to win gold before you say yeah. he knows what he's doing? Because you're he's a, winning the gold medal right now. Because that guy is a U.S. slider, and a U.S. slider has never. I don't think the U.S. has ever medaled in leash. Really? I, that they, can't be true. I, they have never gotten gold in individual. Well, I know yeah, that. no doubt. So that guy definitely did not get a gold medal, so he should shut his mouth. He still doesn't really know what he's doing out there. Motherfucker's <laughs> at 91 like, miles what? an hour. Yeah. <laughs> and the guy, my boy, uh, Armin Zugler, who's like Mr. Consistent, he he uh, kind of choked a little bit, got the yeah. got the bronze. but You know, I think what happened is that, that wreck that he had, yeah, the, up his head. Day before, yeah. yeah, really got into his head. That's got to terrify you if you wreck on that. You know, ninety miles an hour and you fall off your damn sled. Especially I, if somebody has died. You know, yeah, got to mess with your head. Yeah, but uh, yeah, but it, but Armand Zugler did tie the great Georg Hockel for most uh, Olympic luge medals. My yeah. my hero, Georg Hockel. Your hero. He is my hero. He's your your hero in everything, or just your Winter Olympic hero. <laughs> he's my hero. Dude. He's one of my sports heroes. He's always I like. He, I just imagine him thinking, man, all these these bitch ass motherfuckers around here winning medals, but I made my own sled. I made my motherfucking I sled. I made my sled. All right, so fuck y'all. I got that. All right. <laughs> Uh, and I, I, was, I looked up Georg Hockel on the Wikipedia, and he's a five-time walk racing champion too. Walk? Yeah, they take these um, modified like walks, like you would use in a restaurant. Yeah, like you would cook with, and they uh, they modify them, and then they get like a bunch of people in a row to like sit like a bobsled, but each one of them's on a walk. <laughs> they slide down the loose track on them. And, that and sounds it's, like a schmucky story. It's a te- it's a televised event in Germany, and Georg Hockel is a five time champion of it. I would only expect that he would be. Yeah, well, he probably invented it too. Imagine yeah. how like that just sounds like that much worse. You know, because a lose you're kind of steering. Yeah, but a walk is I'm I'm just picturing you're just spinning Chris, the whole Christmas way down the track. A Chris, you know. <laughs> yeah. They putting the new Crisco on that or whatever? Just Going down backwards. Sparks flying. Yeah. Oh, sounds horrible. How about um? How about the the people running the indoor track for the Olympic speed skating, fucking up the ice? I don't. I see. I caught that late. How did they? How did they mess it up? They didn't. They. I, I don't exactly know how they messed it up, but the way that it was messed up is that it, it looked like Braille. The right, I saw like that. This. See, yeah. the, the problem is, is that they're near sea level, so the ice is a lot harder to take care of. I think, and so because it because of the moisture in the air fucks it up. That I have never heard people, and I guess it's I guess it's appropriate, but even Bob Costas saying what they did out there is simply unacceptable. I mean, like, <laughs> yeah. But then he turns around and says. But we're gonna have to accept it. <laughs> Basically, I mean, but everybody was really hardcore about their their hating on on that ice. Well, they have like this whole routine they do and they practice, sure. and so it's like they, you're yeah. messing up their routine. This is they've waited four years for this, and you can't groom the ice. That's your job is to groom the ice. You can't. <laughs> Somebody said, yeah, the one of the commentators said, 
You know, the people have waited their entire life for this moment so that they can compete, and they've been preparing for their entire life. And I really think that these, the people that, that groom this ice should be treating it the same exact way. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, so that they, they go out and practice on the Zamboni every day for four years? Don't <laughs> you think that's what they do anyways? Are they going to hand out the Zamboni medals after this? <laughs> yeah, what are you going to tell my story on TV? I'm the Zamboni driver. Give me a tear-jerking Mary Carrillo story. Yeah, I mean, t- speaking of tear-jerkers, how about that? Uh, the the Canadians getting their first home home uh, gold medal on home soil. Oh, Canada! With the um the moguls, which moguls is a legit event. It's one of my favorites now. Um, the moguls racing and tricks event. The uh, the guy who won. It's pretty legit. He had his brother there. His brother's like his inspiration, and his brother has cerebral palsy. Yep. And uh, obviously a degenerative nerve disorder and struggles every day. And he, he talked about how his brother, you know, he, he realizes it's, it's nothing for him to get up and go practice because he knows his brother can't do that sort of thing. So I, I thought yeah. it was a cool story, you know, and his brother was so hyped, man. He was so excited about being there and, and watching and cheering him on. And... Yeah, it was nice. The, um, the juxtaposition between him and the Australian millionaire. What, but he was a can, 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 Canada, yeah, Canadian? The, the, Austri- the dude who got second was like, he was a Canadian, but he decided to go to Australia because he's a rebel and doesn't like the way they train. Well, and, he uh, and then he went to Australia, and he made millions of dollars on some sort of internet scheme. They called it an internet scheme. He was spam. He had a spam company. Oh yeah. The people that yeah, the if you if as if you didn't already hate that dude, he's the, the guy sending you the penis enlargement ads. <laughs> and he's like, oh, he doesn't like to talk to the media, and oh, he's so enigmatic, and he won't do interviews. And I'm like, you know, I'm tired of these people, these Olympians that don't want to be Olympians. <laughs> like, if, come on, man, let me get out there. I'll do some interviews. I'll do them for you. There's probably plenty of dudes who never get interviewed. You know, and there because there's these douchebags who are taking up all the time. With, oh, I don't want to be interviewed. I don't want to be. I don't want to be famous. Well, well, speaking of speaking of media assholes, did Bodie Miller redeem himself at all today for you? Uh, I don't know. He'd have to go a long way to redeem himself. Like I see, I was, I was, I was a did Bodie. Did you see Mil- his interview after he got bronze? I did, and I and I appreciated that. But I'm I've gone through the different stages of Bodie Miller. <laughs> Started with whatever the first time he competed, I was like, you know what? They need to cut him some slack. He's just a interesting dude. And then I went into the phase of like, okay, this is kind of getting old. Into man, this guy's a real d- dumbass, yeah, you know, a real jerk. And then into man, I cannot stand Bodie Miller, and I hope he falls. And that's where I've been at, you know, but now, you know, they're saying this is his redemption and everything. And I mean, yeah, it sounds like he's changed his tune, but the damage is kind of done for me. Well, he's still competing, right? He's got the Super 8. He does, you know, and I don't, I don't wish him ill will anymore. Um, But, you know, whatever. All right. Well, moving, moving right along to Bob Costas continuing to make uh, fashion jokes at what's his name? Chris Collins. Uh, dude, he was hating on somebody else today. Too. Oh, he was hating on the guy who won the snowboarding. He was like, why are you wearing a hat inside? He well, he said to Chris Collins, we look like a glee club at a boys' boarding school. And they did. They did. It's yeah, and he's just totally just like throwing people off with his fat. I'm like, what, what is this, Project Runway or something? <laughs> it's America's it's Next Top Model? 
It's true. He's just. I like that Bob Costas is the he he's the one who decides what's good fashion and what's. He's not. got somebody in his ear saying, "Bob, we need you to make a joke." Yeah. Uh, sport coat. Yeah. Whatever. So, how would you feel if you were a uh, figure skater, pairs figure skater, yeah. and your girlfriend was a pairs figure skater, but she was paired up with somebody else? Uh, I, I think I would. Number one, I would not want to be in a relationship with my pairs figure skating partner because that sounds like a recipe for disaster. Can you imagine the arguments? I. Oh, you fell. Even... Oh, you. Oh, no, you fell. Oh, it was your oh, fault. Oh, especially after tonight, where what, like all but two pairs fell, in the yeah. top ten fell. Yeah, I mean, it would be weird for me to have some other dude putting his hand all up in my girlfriend's junk, I guess. But yeah, because they get pretty personal, you know. They do they get up in there? But you know, whatever. Okay. I don't know. I, I think that the the competitive aspect of it might be fun until you got in a real tough situation where you beat your girlfriend. Oh, she beat you. Oh, domestic violence. Not, not that not kind of beating. About that. I'm not talking about that. That kind of physical beating. <laughs> uh, man, the figure skating. Did you like the figure skating? You know, this is one of those that gets hated on a lot. Oh, by the way, I, just today I, I watched somebody. I knew it was coming. I, I saw him. I, I saw him setting it up. We were talking about the Winter Olympics at school, and my boy Jason is like, uh, man, that biathlon, have you seen that? He's like, what the fuck is that? You know, he starts to make fun of it, and I'm like, uh-uh-uh-uh-uh, don't make fun of the snow ninjas. He's, yeah. you know, and, and Chaz comes up, He, you know, Jason says, how did that sport even get invented? Like, where does that even come from? And old boy Chaz is like, well, where the fuck does any sport come from? Well, it, it came from people hunting. You think so? Yeah, for sure. People I think they made it up. No, I think people's. I, I, I imagine if you look it up, I bet it's from people uh, cross country skiing and hunting. You know? Yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll update them. We'll I, I, it update seems them. like the logical thing to me because most of these sports have sprung from you know, other than the most modern of the sports, have sprung from some kind of practical application. You know? Yeah. Um. It actually may have come from a, like a military background too, you know. But yeah. uh, like you know, special forces and some of these cold weather countries. Um, it's a hunting. It's got a hunting origin. It does. Yep. Oh yeah, I was right. Oh yeah. I thought. I think I heard that on one of the million puff pieces. Winter warfare, also. Yeah. Warriors um, on skis. We we just need to make a. Uh, list of the uh, the cliches that the people who don't really watch the Olympics uh, d- like to drag up every well, four years. So yeah, so people make fun of figure skating. Well, they make fun of the the doubles luge. Oh, you got to be real personal. To, you got to be real close to do that because you know you're laying on top of the other person. Oh, you got to be real close to do that. Oh, it's but yeah. Um, and they people you know it's fashionable to hate on the uh, the figure skating. But you know what? You know who likes figure skating? God. God likes it, but um, Bill Simmons likes it. Oh yeah. Yeah, he likes to watch it with his wife and uh, make you know inappropriate comments about what's going on on the ice. But he. Well, there's, he a, 
the the field is 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 fresh with those types of yeah well fruits. see i i got into it. he he said he got into it because he was watching it with his wife i got into it because like my mom watches it you know and my dad's now watches it too but my mom loves it she knows all the skaters you know she gives me the background information she's like oh yeah that guy had a meth habit <laughs> yeah, he's not going to do well. Um, you know, she's she's got the the download, the information. She's gone to see the ice shows. <laughs> she's that's she's, where that's where they go, right? I mean, that's what you do after you retire from competition is you just you you get it sent out to pasture on some sort of Disney touring show. Yeah, she. My mom saw Michelle Kwan. Michelle Kwan. Yeah. Uh, uh, stop looking at me, Michelle Kwan. Uh, <laughs> You know, I, so I got, I started watching it with my mom and stuff, and then I realized that, like, man, it takes a lot of skill to do that. And, well, it, and it's, it's exciting. Just, it, it takes nerves of steel, too. Yeah, and it, I, I hate to see people fall. I would rather them do a good, good finish their performance and just not win than to fall and not it win. It is yeah. so awkward. And yeah. then they have to get up and yeah. keep skating. If I fell... I'd be like, fuck this shit, I'm out. <laughs> There's yeah. no way I'm winning. Yeah. I may as well not go through the rest of this. You know? It's it's crazy, though, man. The, I, I can't imagine how they do those, the, the rotations they do. Like this Just think jump about rotation. it. You are doing three twists in the <clears throat> air, and then you're landing on butter knives on yeah. some motherfucking ice. Mm-hmm. It's not, I mean, like, that's the slipperiest surface you can imagine landing on. And then you're doing that on some butter knives. It's impossible. I'm well, convinced it's impossible. Well, and see, the pairs takes it to the next level because not only are you doing that, you're having to rely on somebody else doing that. Not you, only is are you relying on somebody else to do that, but you're relying on that motherfucker to throw you. He's yeah. literally just slinging you in the air and hoping for the best. Yeah, you're, you're interacting with each other, which I, I had this question tonight when I was watching it. What makes someone become a pair skater rather than be a solo skater? Okay, so there's a couple different theories on this. Is it somebody who's not good enough to be a solo skater? Hmm. I'd or, say no because it's tougher. Or is it a different set of skills that they have that somehow they That's developed? A, there's a theory right there. You know, like I, for me, I'd rather do it on my own. I don't want to be responsible for fucking somebody else's shit up. For sure. You know what I mean? For sure, definitely. So if I Especially like the Canadian couple, right? who used to be a couple off the ice, broke up. Their song for the show tonight was The Way We Were, and then old <laughs> girl falls, and you got to be thinking that that guy is like, that's right. <laughs> that's why I broke up with you. That's... Or some shit like that. He's totally got the ex- <laughs> ex-boyfriend upper hand now. You know? Oh, man. That, yeah, that, that was like, that was tuning my guitar to sad right there. I was he like, was uh-huh. emoting so bad during that show. He's like... Well, if we do a song about our breakup, then we don't have to fake smile the whole time. <laughs> I don't have to act like I like you. I don't have to act like this is a good thing. I'm just trying to get paid. <laughs> oh, the, how awkward. Oh, um, The one thing I was hyped on tonight, I always like this. You know, having competed in surf kayaking, I know for a fact that being just outside of the podium sucks. Yeah. So there was that one couple tonight who they have they've finished fourth twice I think or something. Yeah. And they they made it. They got they got a medal. 
they got silver. So it's like that's pretty legit, you know. Like how bad oh, would the other Chinese couple? Yeah, how bad would it suck to get fourth at the Olympics? You know, like real bad. You know, everybody's like, well, it's disappointing. <laughs> they got bronze. You know, how I would much, ra- I would rather get fortieth than than fourth. How much vindication for that that Chinese coach? That story on him? Yeah. Crazy. They made fun of him when he first competed, and so he went back and decided to to make China China a skating superpower and dedicated his life to it. And he wasn't even there to see his son born. <laughs> yeah. Named his son far away. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's the thing about the Chinese. Like, I you can't help but root for them because you're like, you know what? These people have had to truly give up their lives for this, and they're probably treated really badly by the government and whoever else. And forced yeah. to do this. They don't have any and, choice. And you and, don't want them to do bad and then go home. Yeah, it's like, oh, man. Now they've got to be, a, you know, because they're going to be treated like, not like, wow, this is great. These people competed in the Olympics, but, oh, they brought shame on us or something. Yeah. But, uh, so the winning couple, I was rooting for them. They're going to be, they're going to have a, a movie. How could you not root for them, okay? So I, they, I can't, they, they, yeah. let, me, let me recount it. They've been skating together for 18 years. They're 35 years old, the oldest competitors in the competition. They've been to four Olympics, never gotten gold. The only thing they haven't gotten is gold. They've gotten world championships, all this other stuff. They were just uh, basically... They're fucking married. Well, they, they put off their honeymoon. They they live in a dorm in separate rooms. To con- They came out of retirement yeah. and did this shit. Well, let me say, that for... However, for 17 or 16 of those 18 years, they were not a couple. They were not interested in each other. And then he blew out his Achilles tendon, and she helped him recover, and they fell in love and got married. And then, you know, they put off their honeymoon, like you said, and they're living in the dorms. And they've put, they, they retired, and then the coach said, no, we got to give this one more shot. You know? And so they're 35 or whatever, which is ancient. and Just like 100. And they come out and win. How, how great is that? You know. I'm telling you, it's going to be a movie. It, they said that they're the most they're the most famous um, Olympians beside. Uh, they're the most famous athletes beside Yao Ming in China. Really? Mm-hmm. They're like the most famous. I got real worried when old girl fell off the. When he was holding her up and she slipped, oh, yeah. I was like, oh, "Come on, don't do this now." See, you get invested, and and I never thought you'd get that invested in the figure skating. But once you understand the uh, the requirements, yeah, like what kind of jumps they have to do, what kind of you know things they have to hit, it's like you're looking for it, and you're waiting for it, and you know it's coming. And so when you see them set up for you, like you hold your breath. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, Kins can't yeah. help herself though. She laughs every single time. You see the men's backside and they got a wedgie. She laughs every single time. She just starts giggling. (laughs) So, I don't know. How about that Russian wardrobe uh, little little switch up there? What? Oh, girl ripping off her uh, sleeves. I didn't see that. It didn't come off all the way. That was the 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 Japanese woman that moved to Russia. Oh, she was she did it on purpose. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, it was. I guess it was supposed to be cute, but it wasn't. It kind of fell flat. I didn't. Kinda I didn't like notice her. that. She fell flat too. She did Ooh, fall flat. Oh. Too early. Too soon. Yeah. 
Well, that's about all the coverage I have. Yeah, that's about all I got too. I'd say biggest win so far is the rush or, or the Chinese couple winning that gold. Yeah, I man, that Canada getting their gold though is pretty big too. You know, that's your well, that's yours, and that's that's and mine. Skating yeah. fine. Yeah, yeah, but uh, uh, uh what? See, they build up these stories, and then a lot of times they don't work out. Like, yeah. that's the frustrating thing. I've been watching the daytime coverage, and they've been showing a lot of the, like, prelim stuff on things. And they're, like, telling the stories about everybody. And then they show five minutes of the finals in the night broadcast, and they don't mention those people because they didn't get out of those prelim rounds. They don't say, oh, they didn't make it here or anything. They're just Those people were gone. They didn't. They weren't even here. We Forget. didn't tell you about them. Forget them. Yeah. Well, here's the thing, listeners. If you're still listening, which even though this is only 30 minutes – I don't know. We've been understated and didn't talk or laugh much, but we'll we'll get back on it next time. The um the we are collecting the emails that have been coming in. We've got a, several different emails uh and we're looking to do like a mailbag show when we come back from the Olympics. So send us emails of any questions you have for us, uh any ad- life advice questions you have for Uncle Delaney or Uncle Jebediah. I guess I just fucked that up. Yeah. Um, but uh, we've had one question for Uncle Jeb, and um, and he's written a long response that we'll get to when we come back. So when we come back, we'd like to do a show primarily focused on emails that come for you. Any questions you have for us, for Uncle Jeb, or about life in general, or anything specific, go ahead and send it to I only like their old stuff at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter, at I-O-L-T-O-S, or on Facebook, but I'm not even going to say it. <laughs> yeah, it's better not to. Yeah. Yeah, so. Oh, wh- one more thing to close it out, and I'll use this song as the final song. The thing that was most legit about the Chinese figure skating pair that won? They used a Queen song for their first performance. Really? Yeah, the, Who Wants to Live Forever, which is this <laughs> legit Queen song. Uh, they used that as their, their performance music for the for the first night. They deserve it. That's pretty awesome so yeah uh hi low on bob costas wardrobe jokes for the next three days i'm, I'm gonna, gonna go over three yeah I, I i'll probably do four four all right we'll check it out we're looking forward to recording again either wednesday night or thursday afternoon folks
Always for 